Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Talking Cotton. I'm excited to be back here and of course, as usual, I'm back with my co-host Hadi. Hadi, how are you? I'm good, Seb. How are you? I am honestly pretty good. I mean, it it is pretty early for me. Okay, let's move on. Me. I wasn't really interested. Um, let, let's just... Wow. Oh, oh my God. Okay. All right. We're just going to... No. Okay. We're not even going to pretend anymore. No pleasantries. No, no. we're not going to pretend. No. Uh, actually, Seb, yeah. I need to ask you a few questions. Uh, and guess what? Today is not going to be about the weather. You That's, just came wow. back from where? I came back from Moscow, actually, recently. Just a couple and days ago. And how was it? It was honestly really exciting because, you know travel again for the first time uh in a long time uh because we uh so we sponsored uh icpc right the international collegiate some people in, yeah 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 the, the international collegiate programming contest so it's uh it's, it's competitive like the olympics of uh programming yeah pretty much yeah and it's uh it's actually really exciting uh being surrounded by all these people uh who have a real real deep passion for like problem solving and, uh, and coding and it was really, really nice also just being in a in an in-person event again for the first time in a long, long time. And, and when you say that we sponsor it, do you mean us as in you and me or Talking Kotlin or JetBrains? Oh, I mean, yeah, it's 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 me personally. No, I mean, yeah, it's it's Wow, it's, it's you got Jet a lot of dough, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't, I don't think I can afford me, this one. Please? Can you sponsor my weather segment, Seb? Please. <laughs> and and talking about weather, it's uh, I have to say to you, yesterday it was like 6 p.m. And uh, it was about 20, 19 degrees here. And you know what I did? What did you do? You're never going to guess. I went swimming. So I've decided to start swimming now as autumn's coming in. I kind of like skipped it the entire summer. And I'm going to start swimming now. They say that cold water builds up your defenses. And, you know, I'm not getting any younger, Seb. So I got to, I got to duplicate my defense mechanism. Yeah, that makes, um, but, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, talking about the weather, uh, you are in Munich now and yeah. it's nice and cold. And uh, introduce our guest. Who's our guest today? How do you are on point with the segues today? They're just completely like I'm they're, just they're so smooth. You can you would think it's just all one coherent topic. You can tell that you have how many years of public speaking experience? Talking about the weather, let's <laughs> introduce our guest. I mean, what is wrong with that? Right. All right. Well, I'm actually really excited about today's guest because I, I think we've got a lot of interesting questions to ask and hopefully also be answered. Uh, it's Marina Shishkina. She's the team lead in the release and automation team in Kotlin. Marina, welcome to the show. Uh, hi. <laughs> nice to be here. Thanks for the invitation. Oh, thanks for coming on and uh, putting up with us. Us what? Us two. Yes, us two. Yeah. Yeah, so um, your team lead for automation and release. So you're basically the person that decides if Kotlin gets released or not? Yeah, I am the person who decides if we're ready for release or not. <laughs> so I coordinating the whole release procedure. Uh, our team is coordinating the whole release procedure. We set up schedule we set up procedures through the new release should go and then we decide make a decision if we're ready or not and or we should respond a little so just just before uh, we dive in really further into the the whole aspect of what this uh role entails i want to ask are you on twitter no oh okay so I here's am the not thing a media person <laughs> 
Right. No, I, I can you create an account on Twitter um, so that next time someone pings me and says, when's the release coming? I'll just say, oh, ask oh. Marina <laughs> or, um, oh, you know, why is the release late? Oh, ask Marina. Um, that, that will really help me. <laughs> OK, I'll pick on it. <laughs> Delegation smart. So um, I, I actually I actually have one kind of question before before we dive dive more into what what the role actually entails, and that's something that really interests me. Is how did you kind of end up in this role? Like how did you how did you get into this kind of position? Okay, uh, so the whole story. Yeah, <laughs> I joined I joined Brains and Kotlin team about two and a half years ago as a quality assurance. And mostly I work on IDE functionality. And also at the same time, I was uh, coordinating Docker plugin team. I helped them to prepare for their first alpha release. Uh, then I'm joined release team as a quality assurance as well. Uh, I'm guided um, release procedures from quality assurance side. So, I performed and automated some checks. Um, I'm tried to and worked on increasing quality of our releases and stability. I extend some checks. I'm uh, guided from KSI. I mean, I'm looking to what merge requested are prepared for the release branch. What additional checks should be done? Uh, is test coverage enough and so on? So and about. Two months ago, I become a team lead of our release team. So in general, I'm with our release team for two years, but as a lead of this team for two months. Well, congratulations on that promotion. Oh, thanks. Well done. How many people? So, how many people do you have uh, on the release and automation team? We have two release managers and uh, two automation engineers, but we are extend our team because a lot of things should be automated and improved. So are you a big fan of automation? I'm a big fan of optimization, uh, optimization and quality. <laughs> so right. I, I always uh, want to improve something, make things better to work on stabilization because I'm for several years, I was a quality assurance person, and this is inside me. And that's why I think that um, maybe uh, it helped us to uh, become better with release quality because I'm uh, from quality side. Uh, yeah, you you've seen you've seen the dark side now. You know, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have a there's. I, I think there's a team of like almost a hundred people now, like working uh, on on the Kotlin language. And you know, I, I guess a lot of these people they're also they're generating some kind of code that that goes into new releases. So, could you take us through the general process of what has to happen, uh, maybe for a feature um, to go all the way from I don't know the first time it's maybe reported in an issue tracker or the first time someone thinks of an idea, all the way to how it ends. Uh, in a in a final release, I think that process of uh, development of feature changed a little recently because now we have a team of product managers, and uh, now to uh, develop uh, a feature, we gather a lot of information what we should and want to do. 
<laughs> previously there was another theme, I suppose. But now uh, this it goes this way. So we gather information what we want to do. We, um, I suppose, product manager uh, held a lot of interview, and um, then we created some description what we want to do. Then. Our engineers uh, perform code this. Maybe uh, the task is separated between several teams. Then it comes together. Uh, it goes to the quality assurance team. They do some necessary checks. Uh, then uh, our release team think how we will need to test it or put into our release process. For example, if we need some additional checks to be done or we'll need to run all our library strain on this feature, how to how we can help to um, integrate the feature into new release. Then we got our feedback, uh, we um, release milestone one, for example, uh, got our feedback again from the users, prepare fixes, and uh, then we release it. So you mentioned the library train, what, what exactly is that? Uh, you know that we have the internal Kotlin libraries like Coroutines, uh, Kater. So uh, before each release, we verify that all the libraries work perfectly well with the new version of Kotlin. And this is a library trait. And when you say internal, um, I guess it, mostly you're saying JetBrains, right? Uh, because, I mean, you know, Kate, uh, both, both of those are, are public. But uh, what about third-party libraries? Do you take anything from the community and, and ver ver verify it against that? We, uh, for now, we trying to ex uh, extend our checks and take some. We want to take some libraries and check them before release. We don't have it for now, but we will work on it. The uh, so again, when you have like a hundred people all working in parallel on a on a bunch of features, I guess there always needs to be some kind of coordination about selecting which features actually go into uh, a release, um, or even to the point of managing the different branches that people maybe have and develop on. Could you maybe elaborate a little bit on on how you approach this? Mostly, we decide together if the feature is ready. So it should go some quality gate. So uh, the feature should be monitored uh, quality assurance processes. Not, I'm talking not about everything, frankly speaking, <laughs> about user visible features. And uh, we decide together if the feature is ready. And if all the checks are passed successfully, then we can take it into release. If it's not, we see that a lot of negative feedback, we see that feature is not properly pro uh, processed by QA, we can delay this feature. And can you just elaborate a little bit on on what this this QA process is? Does it mean uh, that it, are these mostly manual checks? Um, do our QA also help like write unit tests? Do we have a requirement for the developers to have a, a certain test coverage of their code with uh, with unit tests? Uh, how does that work? It depends on the team and subsystem we are talking about, but uh, in general. Uh, Quality assurance start to do some manual exploratory. We mean it. We name it exploratory testing to verify how it works, what additional scenarios should be done, and so on. 
they also can look into the test coverage uh, from development side. I mean, what unit tests are created and uh, and they can suggest a developer to add some additional unit tests, but usually they don't participate in creating um, developer tests. So can you break down a little bit though, like how the testing works uh, specifically, like because you said you're responsible for two areas, right? Which is the language and the IDE. Um, so let's start with the language. Like how, how do you actually test the language? How much of it are automated unit tests? Uh, how much are integration tests in the context of a language and how much are, uh, as you call it, exploratory uh, tests, which I assume mean manual, right? Um, mostly our quality assurance uh, tests that features that are user visible. For example, we don't test how is a compiler uh, generate proper code. We don't test it. We test how it works from user side. Uh, if the um, construction works correctly, what uh, idea support, idea plugin, um, how idea plugin supports the proper language, um, some language feature. Uh, from uh, release team side, we have uh, several projects. I name uh, the library chain. Also, we check um, Intellegy uh, with the new version of compiler and um, and verify that everything works okay. I, frankly speaking, I cannot say about the coverage from development side of uh, some subsystem because I I didn't investigate it. So we have some plans on investigation of test coverage from development side, but uh, um, in our plans, it's about ID plugin, but mostly uh, language and compiler are good covered with the test. And they do, they do themselves a lot of checks before releasing some new language feature. And do are part of your tests, uh, for instance, when you talk about IntelliJ, uh, are you running any kind of performance tests as well to see if the new release is faster than the previous one, or is that done before it gets to you? We have um, uh, a developer in ID plugin who is responsible for performance, and as I know, he has a performance tests, and they are run on IntelliJ as well. Uh, we didn't include this test into release checks so far, but we are working on it. So usually, yes, <laughs> the, uh, the answer is yes. We always uh, run some performance tests to check that it it uh, doesn't become slower. And so, is is this something that you uh, that you only run kind of as as a new release approaches, or or is this something that's also constantly monitored kind of across uh, the whole development process. So I don't know, during nightly builds or something like that. Uh, what exactly? Yeah. Uh, the performance measurements and also just the, the, the general tests. So um, because, well, you, you spoke a bit about uh, about automation, but also just the, mm -hmm. the explore, like even the manual explorative tests. I'm trying to understand whether this is slightly more towards the direction of like waterfall, where it's uh, a feature is implemented, 
um, and then it's polished and then it's tested or whether a f uh, maybe a, a feature is first introduced as like a proof of concept and then a QA already comes around and maybe pokes a couple of holes in it and says, well, you you need to fix some some parts of your your system before we can move on and then you have like an iterative uh, like an iterative circle um or cycle yeah that so that's kind of what i'm trying to understand big topic <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> um first one uh, uh we have of course we have a lot of some tests and integration tests and they are run on each build uh, some integration tests and verification of user projects are verified nightly. And, and about new feature, you asked, uh, do we have protocol or we participated on de in development of the feature? It depends on the system and subsystem and uh, the feature itself, because it, we cannot say about all the features. Yes, we do that. We participated in the from the start, but with some features, we really do. Uh, and also, we extend uh, quality assurance team, and maybe with time we can uh, participate in all the features. But now, mostly, uh, we goes with IDEA plugin team. So the features that goes with IDEA plugin, we we start to test and participate as early as possible. So talking about features, what, what, was that a good segue? <laughs> was that a good segue? Truly. I amazing. mean, it's, it's like, yeah. Talking about features, how's the weather in? No. Uh, talking about features, uh, there's a channel on our Slack. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, I think it's Kotlin Release or something like that. And often you see uh, someone mentioning a group of people. It's you know you know when you put this ampersand and it and it groups, and it says I'd like to cherry pick this. Yeah. Uh, can you can you tell us a little bit more about what that is and and how it works? Yeah. <laughs> when we create a release branch from the master, it means that we start to prepare and perform some release procedures, and we try to stabilize this particular branch. Uh, that's why we. I want to see what goes into this release branch. Is this critical? Is this full, full refactoring? I don't know, or something like this. And also, we want to know what additional text should be done. Uh, what um, what it requested from different team. Maybe some documentation should be needed to add. That's why we um, ask people to get approval from the release team if they are okay with this change that goes into release branch or not. It helps us to stabilize. And looking at kind of the, the timeline for, for let's say, for, for a minor or a major release, how, mm -hmm. how far before the, before the actual release happens do you start this whole process with uh, branching and then attempting mm -hmm. to stabilize and, I guess, uh, feature freezing, all these kind of things? Mm -hmm. uh, we are creating release branch about three weeks uh, before milestone one. And uh, in general, it takes about us mm, a little bit less than two months to prepare release. Uh, this is a period when we start branching and run some stabilization and release procedures. So for people not familiar with the concept of milestones, does milestone mean that from there on you cannot 
add any more features? Or is it you're referring to three weeks before each milestone you do this feature freeze? Our concept has changed recently because we now we. Oh, that's have, always good, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, now uh, we have a direction to improve quality and stabilization of our products. Uh, that's why uh, we decided that we need some uh, feature freeze. <laughs> because otherwise developers will try to put everything one day before release and <laughs> they will think that it will okay um, and so uh, we need this um, definition of feature release and for now it's the day of branching of milestone branch is the feature freeze after it nothing goes into release Right. Uh, nothing and, new goes into release, but bug fixes, of course. And, and also that takes into consideration other teams, such as the documentation team and uh, marketing team, to give them time also to kind of, you know, prepare, right? Because we end up with this habit of, I mean, I mean I've had my, my, my fair share of experience at JetBrains in the past as well. Uh, although I think now it's significantly better, you know, it's like the day before uh, EAP or something that they're, they're throwing you the building, you got to create the screencast, like literally the day before it goes out. Uh, and and it's really considerate to, to provide that gap, right? And say to folks, yeah. okay, especially when you're creating content that, you know, can change by the time the release comes out, it, it, it's kind of crazy, right? What kind of situations uh, do you actually, when so when someone asks you, hey, uh, I have this feature and I really, really want it in the current release because I'm really proud of it and I'm excited about it. When do you say no? If it uh, the feature um, requires a lot of refactoring, for example, and we're not sure in the quality uh, of the subsystems or other systems are tightly connected with this update. Also, we need to, to be sure that uh, users can try it and give us feedback. Uh, should, be, uh, should we be able to turn off the feature if it's not, not properly implemented? For example, we can show it milestone one. And if we understand that it's uh, absolutely <laughs> wrong <laughs> what we wanted to do, we need to have ability to turn off it in release candidate, for example, and uh, it won't go into release. Also, we ask quality assurance why they think if the feature is ready. Uh, do we already gather feedback from quality assurance and fix the issues that they have? We don't want to show the users the feature it's not ready at all. Maybe <laughs> nobody from these developers see these features and this is not very good situation. So sometimes we say no. Sometimes you say no. And uh, talking about no, have you, you have, because I think you mentioned this earlier on that you basically have the last word on whether a release happens or not um have you ever invoked this you know the the power to stop a release so to speak and say well we're gonna put the release off for two weeks because we're not ready 
Uh, yes. <laughs> it's, yes. Uh, it's okay. So we have a schedule, but for example, we understand that we have several problems and we uh, absolutely need to fix them before release. We agreed with the team that it will be postponed a little. We uh, say about it, technical writers, my marketing team. So, so they should understand that it can be postponed. Well, I, I feel like those are probably, uh, you know, pretty, pretty intense decisions to, to be made also together with a bunch of people, which I guess also kind of leads nicely to, to one, one other question that I wanted to ask. And that's kind of what would you say is, is the most, maybe the most stressful part, uh, of, of that whole job? Releases, um, it's about pressure of time and responsibility. <laughs> uh, because, uh, yeah, as I said, we have strict, we try to have strict uh, release schedule because a lot of the work of a lot of people depends on on these processes on this date, and uh, we promise our users to be on time. That's why we try to to finish on time. Uh, at the same time, we have a lot of a lot of work, a lot of things to to fix to to perform, and about responsibility, yes. Uh, Maybe it's uh, my uh, quality assurance um, personal <laughs> side that I feel personal responsibility uh, uh, what kind of um, quality we give to the users. <laughs> and why I, I, I can be stressful if I see that we miss some critical issue or something like this. And we all do, after release, we have uh, some kind of retrospective when we see what issues we missed, what problems we have, how we can predict this and fix it uh, in advance. So c could you actually share maybe some some learnings from some of the some of the previous releases where you said like mm, this didn't go so well, uh, but but now you, you, you're pretty confident that you you address this by mm -hmm. maybe by changing the process uh, or something like this? Uh, when we prepare a release, we have such procedure is uh, to get approval of IDEA plugin from Google. They perform some compatibility checks against Android Studios of our plugin. We wait from them some answer, is it okay or not? But recently, and there were some delay because we got uh, feedback and in, we was needed time to fix it to fix some issues. And recently we have collaboration with them to set up some uh, kind of release checks on our site. And now we know in advance if something goes wrong and fix it in advance. And uh, for for uh, last two releases, we don't have such delay because of, of this. So we fix it. <laughs> 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 uh, so I'm going to speak about the elephant in the room, obviously, uh, which is, you know, we did get some feedback about 1.5.31, uh, specifically, I think, regarding uh, the IDE. Can you give us more insight into, like, lessons learned there or, or what, what happened with some issues that folks were encountering? You mean one point? 5.30, right? And then fix it in 1.5.30. Did I say 31? Yeah, yeah sorry. I, I, I understand what yeah. you mean. <laughs> yeah. It was connected with IDF plugin for yeah. recently. We have some m m migration 
uh, we started some migration procedure of IDEA plugin to um, IntelliJ repository. And now we're in the middle of this process. And sometimes we have, we need more time to prepare IDEA, IDEA plugin for some IDEA version. And then we have very short time to prepare. We run all our checks, but unfortunately we don't have enough time to, uh, to finish all the checks and maybe this, but, but we learned this lesson. Uh, we will, for now, we try to give us more time before release of something. Uh, also, we add additional checks. Also, we want to always um, share with users plugin before release, because then it wasn't done for this particular version. It was the problem with one particular version. When you have when you have milestone releases, I assume it's it's pretty important to kind of listen to uh, what the users have to say about uh, the the release, the quality, and and maybe also the the design of the APIs. Are there situations where you, um, as as kind of as as quality assurance and as the release team, kind of realize, oh, we've we've been kind of misdirected, we've we've been going in the wrong direction. Uh, and we need to take a step back, uh, pull pull the feature out of the release again, maybe, um, and and rework it. Has that happened before? I suppose it happened, but uh, very long time ago. Uh, I mean, about uh, turning off the feature entirely because we're doing something very wrong. I I know the situation. We wanted to in, uh, include some features, but uh, when we prepare, we we already uh, recognize that we are not ready because the users didn't see it. Uh, do you mean is enough time between milestone and, for example, release candidate to gather necessary feedback and make a decision? It depends. Maybe not, not very enough. Maybe we should extend some um, and give more time. But in general, uh, usually we, we have time to gather feedback to fix it. And, Mostly, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, to to kind of maybe end things on uh, on a bit of a, a positive note again, you said a lot of things have have recently changed in in the way that things uh, things are approached. How how do you think that's gonna improve the quality uh, of of future releases um, for for our users? Um. I think it should improve significantly because our we are focused on quality, and um, it, I, I think it changes in the mind of the developers and the um, and quality assurance as well that we are working on big projects. We are, uh, a lot of users depend on us. We need to provide high quality and we are not maybe startup anymore. And we, all people must be um, certain that we do stability and they improve it. So I think it will, it will significantly improve soon. But not very fast because uh, we don't have, for example, many quality assurance engineers. Uh, we have some processes that are are not suitable for the fast change and but i think maybe in a, in several months it should become better 
So I want to be the positive person this time uh, <laughs> because, you know, I've always been accused of being the negative one on this show by Seb, although it's only Seb that always <laughs> accuses me of that. So I don't really listen to him. Uh, in fact, come to think about it, maybe you're the negative one because you're always saying I'm the negative one maybe. instead of saying I'm the positive <laughs> one. But anyway, coming back to the point about being positive, uh, Seb asked you, what's the most stressful part of your job? How rude, Seb. I'm going to ask you, what's the best part of your job? Um, the Positive. best part <laughs> is um, to think, um, maybe to see what can be done better and ability to do this. So I, I see something wrong and I I have possibility to change it. I have resources to change it. And this is a positive for me. That is such a nice way to frame it, right? It really is because it, it speaks so much about many things. The fact that you say there is a problem, but I have the capacity to be able to solve it, right? It speaks about you. It speaks about the team. It speaks about um, the, the the culture, the environment, everything. Uh, I, I like how you phrase that. that. That's brilliant. Well done. Well done. Yes. Thank Seb, you. we should learn. We should learn to be more positive, right? Especially <laughs> especially who, well, you or me? Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll leave that up to you. Yes. yes. <laughs> One more question. You you said we're a... Uh, uh, you you're you have uh, a couple a couple of uh, quality assurance engineers are we hiring yep yeah all right yeah we're hiring now <laughs> then uh do you, do you want to officially shout out this are you uh where are you looking for people and what kind of people are you looking for this is the advertising segment <laughs> we're looking for automation engineers who help us to become better are responsible and self-organized and uh, we, we're looking for good people <laughs> yeah right. bad people what? don't apply <laughs> <laughs> if you're yeah. a bad person don't apply you know marina i'm just i'm just saying if you come on twitter you could also promote these uh vacancies right okay um, okay <laughs> I, i become to be more media person yeah, if you decide not to go on Twitter, I'll just I'll just uh, create a fake account. Um, and, uh, <laughs> oh no! And uh, yeah, I'll just say that uh, Marina it just ping this account when you're when you're upset with the release or when you're happy with the release. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, just a anyway. casual casual identity theft as usual. You know, nothing yeah, nothing crazy. Nothing. Yeah. All right. It was well, great so having you though, uh, Marina. Yeah. Uh, and and you're based in St. Petersburg, right? Yeah. Yes. And, and sorry, it's just, sorry, Seb, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but if you notice, we didn't really do a proper weather segment. And I wanted to kind of like lead out with the weather segment and say, how is the weather in St. Petersburg? Um, the weather is Cloudy. okay for me, but it's rather um, foggy today. Uh, but uh, in general, it's okay for me. Of course, everybody from St. Petersburg wants more sun. Of course, <laughs> but I will say that it's okay for me. Yeah, if if it's in a constellation for you, everybody from Spain wants more sun too. So yeah, really, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you want more rain? It's it's not really sunny today, and I'm just like, oh no, winter's arrived. Uh, so 
Are you still going to go for a swim, Hari? I totally am going to go for a swim today. Totally. Totally. Every Mm -hmm. day it's one degree less. So one day I'll just, it'll be like ice. I just dive in and uh, like flat face. Oh, okay. Never mind. Right, Seb, lead us up. So, Marina, thank you so much for for coming on the show. Um, the uh, the vacancies and all these kind of things, uh, everyone can find in the show notes or video description or what wherever else we are. So, um, at this point, we get to do our uh, little song and dance about uh, you interacting uh, with this episode. So, if you are on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe you hit that little thumbs up button and maybe if you have any more questions now that we learned that marina isn't on twitter maybe you can put them in the youtube comments below and maybe she she can read them there um or you can obviously tweet hardy and he'll forward those via email personally <laughs> uh, well i mean uh, to to be fair there is a there is a marina shishkina on on Twitter, okay. Uh, you could also just <laughs> tweet her, <laughs> tweet her, and say, "Why aren't you <laughs> releasing this feature in this release of Kotlin?" I, I'm sure she's going to be very um, interested about that. So, yeah, on, only tweet. Thank them. you. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much for uh, tuning in today, and uh, we'll we'll see you in the next. What episode. about the subscribe? I already said that. Oh, sorry, I was thinking <laughs> about. Did you just tune else. out? All right. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.